Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Our number one source for local news, WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Problems for parents in Chapel Hill Carborough schools this morning. More than 20 bus routes not running because of a COVID-19 outbreak among drivers. And our skies are cloudy, but we're seeing continuing warm air moving in. I'll show you what the warmest days of the week will be coming up. And a popular street in Cary will be shut down this morning to move a historic landmark. We'll tell you when and where those delays are going to be happening. It is 4.30 on your Monday morning. It is also President's mm -hmm. Day. Maybe you have the day off or if you have to go to work, either way, we'll get you started. I'm Renee Chu. I'm Jeff Hogan. Yeah, whatever the routine is, we're glad we're part of it. You know, things haven't changed up that much. Weather-wise, Elizabeth Gardner in the WRS Severe Weather Center. Another nice, mild February day here. Yeah, take a look at this. 51 degrees as you're stepping out the door. Uh, once again, the reason for these warm temperatures is our flow coming out of the south. So we had to have a steady wind right now at 10 miles per hour coming out of the southwest. It's going to keep things very warm for us today. It's going to be quiet. Now, we had some cloud cover around the area yesterday. We're going to see some clouds again today. And there may be a few folks who could see a quick sprinkle near the Virginia line. I'll show you that on Futurecast in just a few minutes. But 48 in Roxbury. 52 Rocky Mount, 53 Southern Pines, 49 in Fayetteville. That's a very warm start, and it's warmer than yesterday. Our temperatures obviously dipped over the weekend. It was fairly chilly for us late Friday, Saturday, and then we began to start the warm-up yesterday, and we continue that warm-up this week. Right now, we're looking at temperatures anywhere from around 10 to about 20 degrees warmer than yesterday, and we'll see the afternoon highs warming as well. Our afternoon high yesterday was 60. Today, we'll hit that at around 1 o'clock and climb into the mid-60s this afternoon, but we'll still see some cloud cover. I'll show you when we're going to get rid of some of those clouds and see a bit more sun coming up. Big problems this morning for parents at Chapel Hill Carborough City Schools. More than 20 bus routes are not running because of a COVID-19 outbreak among drivers. Right now, WRS Laura Levine joins us this morning. School officials are asking parents to find alternate ways to get their kids to class. Good morning, Laura. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, Chapel Hill Carborough City Schools here has more than half of its uh, drivers out of work for the next three days. And many students today, several students, in fact, will be making it to school very late because of some of those delays that will occur. Now they have about 25 out of 42 drivers who either tested positive for COVID-19 or are feeling unwell because of the outbreak. Now the following 21 buses you see there on your screen, uh, those will be uncovered covered on Monday today, Tuesday and Wednesday mornings. Parents are asked to make travel arrangements or to call the transportation office starting at 630 this morning to arrange a bus ride, but that will come after 9 a.m. The plan is to first cover all elementary schools and then move to middle and high schools. This means middle and high school students may be delayed. District leaders are contacting staff with CDLs to help throughout the week. They're also reaching out to uh, neighboring school districts as well as Chapel Hill Transit. Laura Levine, WRL News, live in Chapel Hill. We're working to learn more about a shooting in Selma near I-95. This happened near the Quality Inn and La Quinta hotels just before 8 last night. 
at least one person was hurt. There were shell casings scattered around the shoulder of the road. The hotels were taped off in crime scene and that covered a pretty large area. A Raleigh man is due in a Wake County courtroom today on charges of sex crimes involving a seven-year-old child. 61-year-old Kenneth Newcomer faces two counts of first-degree sex offense with a child and three counts of indecent liberties with a child. Court documents show the date of the offense was back in August of 2007. Newcomer's bond is more than a million dollars. We've learned he is the husband of a former longtime director of Children's Ministry for Good Shepherd Lutheran Church on Creedmoor Road. WRL reached out to the church's senior pastor, Richard Garris, who provided us in part this statement in part regarding the news of the arrest. We as a church are heartbroken and we are also proud of the victim for coming forward. We fully support the legal process and are praying for everyone involved. Jimmy Carter is at home with his family this morning receiving hospice care. Carter's family announced over the weekend he would be spending his final days at home after a series of short hospital stays. 98-year-old Carter is the longest living ex-president in our nation's history. After he left the Oval Office in 1981, he returned to his small hometown of Plains, Georgia, where he taught Sunday school. His fellow church members gathered yesterday to pray for him. I'm happy for him because he's going to, you know, be out of pain and going to see his, his maker, and but we're going to miss him. And Carter has been battling melanoma that spread to his liver and brain. Students at Michigan State University are returning to class today one week after the deadly mass shooting on campus. The university community is still grieving after three students died in a mass shooting last week. And members of the student newspaper argue the school should give the student body more time to heal. In addition to the three students who died, five others were hurt. Four of them remain in critical condition. Tonight, President Biden will leave for a two-day trip to Poland, where he plans to solidify the nation's support of Ukraine on the one-year anniversary of the Russian invasion. President Biden will leave at 7 tonight and will arrive in Poland tomorrow morning. And while he is there, he will meet Poland's president to talk about the efforts to support Ukraine. He also plans to meet with officials from other NATO nations in Eastern Europe. The White House says the U.S. will stand with Ukraine as it marks one year since its war with Russia. And that's Friday. At least five people are hurt, one critically, after shooting at a pre-Mardi Gras parade in New Orleans. Police say the shooting happened around 9.30 last night. A girl was among the five people who were shot. Authorities say they've made at least one arrest in connection with the shooting. Raleigh City leaders are working to address affordable housing. The city's Affordable Housing Bond Executive Subcommittee will meet today to talk about the progress being made on the city's $80 million affordable housing bond. City Council approved the spending plan back in 2021. It is being used in stages over the course of five years. One of the oldest houses in Cary is moving to a new location, and it will arrive there today. WRS Michael Grace is live this morning in Cary. Michael, this house has been on quite a journey. Yeah, it really has, and that journey is only going to continue starting at 8 a.m. today. South Academy Street in Cary is going to be all shut down, so crews will make its way to move the historic Ivy Wellington house. You see it's all hitched up, ready to go. That move, again, starting at 8 after 150 years on the same corner of the house, was moved here to the edge of South Academy Street on Friday making its final stop at the old library today. And once that home uh, gets its new location, it will be completely restored and hopefully used by downtown.
downtown park staff. Uh, the move provides more room on Chatham Street for development, and this plan includes new offices, retail, restaurants, as well as some luxury living spaces. Now, the crews do estimate that the road will be reopened by 4 p.m. today. If you want to learn more about the history of the home, as well as more about the developments going in near Chatham Street, you can visit WRAL.com. Live in Cary, Michael Grace, WRAL News. A downtown Raleigh street is closed during the overnight hours for the next few days. Raleigh Transportation posted this map. The closed portion we're talking about is that little red line, East Target Street from Fayetteville to Wilmington Streets. And that stretch will close between 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. for the next few nights while crews set up a crane. The sidewalk will stay open. The work should be done by Thursday morning. Local tourism officials say the NHL Stadium Series game was a big win for Raleigh and Wake County. More than 56,000 fans packed into Carter-Finley Stadium for the game Saturday night between the Hurricanes and Washington Capitals. What a scene that was. The Hurricanes sent them home happy with a 4-1 to win. And about half the people who were in the crowd were from outside Wake County. Visit Raleigh estimates the game generated more than $12 million for the local economy through spending on hotels, restaurants, and bars. And that's exactly what they were hoping for, Renee. They saw this play out in other cities to the tune of millions in generating revenue coming in. So that's what they wanted. Yeah, what a win for the Canes. What a win for the city of Raleigh. This was years in the making, and there was so much excitement, so much hype about it, but it totally lived up to all of it. Worth the wait. If you can't get enough outdoor hockey, you can head out to Carter-Finley Stadium today for more events. First, a handful of youth hockey teams will hit the ice for open skates. Then at 4 p.m., it's the Carolina Hurricanes alumni game. Tickets are free, but you do have to pay for parking. It's 10 bucks. And then at 7, the NC State Ice Pack will take on UNC in the stadium, and tickets for that game are free as well. Nice that they're getting some more use out of it. The latest Avatar movie is climbing up the list of the biggest movies of all time. Legendary movie had passed over this weekend as it reaches the top three in history now. And remembering Richard Belzer, what some of the people who work closest with him are saying today after his death over the weekend. And we have a live look right now down in Sanford. We have a warm week ahead of us. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner is in the WRL Severe Weather Center. She'll join us after the break with just how high those temperatures will get. A nice quiet morning out there. Here's a live look at Sanford. We do have the potential for a few isolated showers in our northern counties later on today, but most of us end up staying dry. The big thing this week will be a big warm up in our temperatures. We take a look at our temperatures town by town. Already starting warm out there. 50 in Lewisburg. It's 52 in Tarboro. Still holding in the upper 40s right now in Fayetteville. It's 48 in Irwin, but 52 in South Hill and 52 in Rocky Mount and Wilson. So for exercise this morning, temperatures are feeling good. Upper 40s, low 50s. We'll hold there up until around lunchtime and then climb into the mid 60s this afternoon. Like yesterday, we'll see a good bit of cloud cover, but most of us do stay dry. And overall, it looks like a fairly dry week. We're going to follow those big jumps in our temperatures coming up. Elizabeth, thanks.
A group of activists from across the state will gather for a virtual forum today, calling on lawmakers to keep the pistol purchase permitting system in place. A bill that passed the state Senate last week would repeal the system that allows for background checks on private gun sales. Republicans who are backing the proposal say the process is antiquated and based on a Jim Crow law. Others worry people with a history of domestic violence or serious mental health problems will be able to get a gun by avoiding a background check. You'll likely see a lot of tributes to actor and comedian Richard Belzer shared on social media this morning. Comedians like Sarah Silverman and actors including Belzer's co-star on Law & Order SVU, Christopher Maloney, they shared memories on Twitter. Belzer was best known for his role as Detective John Munch on that show. He died at his home in France this weekend. He was reportedly dealing with a lot of health issues. Belzer was 78 years old. Police in Memphis are working to find the people responsible for two shootings that left one man dead and several other people in critical condition. Police responded to a shooting at a bar early Sunday morning where two people were badly hurt. While they were there, they got information about a second shooting at another location. At that scene, they found several more people hurt and one man dead. In total, police say 11 people were shot. Five people remain in critical condition. Police say the shootings are connected. Twitter's removing one of its security services for non-subscribers. The platform says it'll no longer allow non-subscribers to use two-factor authentication by text. That requires users to type in a password and then enter a code they get through a text message. Twitter says it has seen abuse of the feature. The change is coming March 20th. Users will still be able to authenticate their accounts using a mobile app or a security key. An 18-year-old man is facing murder charges after the killing of a Temple University police officer. Investigators say the man shot 31-year-old Officer Chris Fitzgerald near campus in Pennsylvania Saturday night. Police say it happened as Fitzgerald tried to intervene in a carjacking. Officers later arrested him using Fitzgerald's handcuffs. A fundraiser for Fitzgerald has already raised more than $160,000. Baby formula maker Abbott Laboratories is under more investigation from two government agencies. The Securities and Exchange Commission and Federal Trade Commission are now both looking into that company. This comes after the business shut down its production plant last year, triggering a formula shortage nationwide. Now, the Justice Department and FDA are also investigating that company. Major retail chains will begin releasing their sales figures from the holidays tomorrow. Industry analysts say they could see their sales decline this year. Experts say the shopping surge that followed the pandemic lockdowns is winding down. Companies may be forced to cut costs to deal with a slowdown in sales. Social trends show more people are choosing to spend money on experiences such as travel and entertainment rather than on consumer goods. 447 the time right now. We're getting off to a good start weather-wise. It is calm. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center. With what's ahead, though, there's some speed bumps here. Yeah, a little bit of uh, rain in the forecast for today, mostly up near the Virginia line. And we're really not looking at much rain at all this week, but we're, we're doing pretty well with our rainfall so far over the last month. Record warmth on the way with temperatures in the 80s on Thursday. If we jump into the 80s, which looks highly likely, it'll be our first 80-degree day of the year. And then we're back to a cooler weekend with highs in 
in the 50s. So we continue this pattern with our temperatures continue to climb up toward the end of the work week and then crash over the weekend. Here's a look at Futurecast. And you can see as we're stepping outside this morning, a good bit of cloud cover. It'll feel like it did yesterday with a lot of clouds across the area. Uh, but it won't stop our temperatures from climbing as we have this southwesterly flow. Here's lunchtime. All is quiet. You can see at around 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, we see a quick little band of showers roll through from, say, Roxburgh to Durham to Rocky Mount, and then maybe another one during the evening commute up around South Hill. But for the most part, the bulk of us will end up staying dry. Right now, we take a look at downtown Raleigh, all dry and quiet and warm, 51 degrees. The temperatures may fall just a little bit more over the next couple of hours, back into the upper 40s, and then we're back into the 50s once we get closer to lunchtime. We take a look at a nice mild afternoon in our forecast, likely to hit 70 in Fayetteville and Clinton, 68 Goldsboro, 64 in Roxborough and South Hills, 68 in Southern Pines. These temperatures will be anywhere from 5 to 7 degrees warmer than yesterday. Now, already we're looking at warmer than normal temperatures. The areas shaded in yellow and orange are where temperatures are above normal, and in blue, that's where temperatures are below normal. Look what happens to us. We're going to see these dark red colors building Thursday and Friday. We get into the pinks, and that's going to be way above normal. But then here comes the colder air behind it. This is Friday at 4 o'clock, and the temperatures will start to cool down for us over the weekend. Our normal high right now is 57, and of course, I have to keep putting that on there because it's it's pretty hard to remember. What, what is what is even normal? And we take a look at our potential for records, and it starts by Wednesday. We're looking at a high of 78. The previous record at RDU is 78, set back in 2018. And then on Thursday, our forecast high is 85. We could absolutely blow that one out of the water. 79, the record set back in 1980. So pretty sure we'll hit that record high on Thursday. And it looks like that continues, too, into uh, the following week, February 27th through March 5th. We have a good chance of above normal temperatures. With all this spring-like weather, you know what that means. Our pollen counts are going up. Tree counts likely to be in the high level for both Tuesday and Wednesday. Haven't seen much of that yellow tree pollen yet, but we'll keep our eye out for it. Heading into the weekend, again, looking at a cooler day, at least on Saturday, with a chance of some showers, but we bounce right back to 72 on Sunday. Elizabeth, thanks. A group of Tesla workers wants the government to step in and help them. Why they say the company fired dozens of them without cause and what they want a federal agency to do about it. And coming up at five, the U.S. is pledging to send millions of dollars to Turkey and Syria to help after the massive earthquake there. How some people here in the triangle with ties to that area are also working to help. One of the stars of the classic film Saving Private Ryan is in the hospital this morning after suffering a brain aneurysm. A representative for Tom Sizemore says the actor is in critical condition. Sizemore played Mike Horvath in Saving Private Ryan. He was also nominated for a Golden Globe for his work in witness protection. He has long struggled with drug addiction and dealt with many legal issues throughout his career. A group of Tesla employees wants the National Labor Relations Board to step in after they say dozens were fired unjustly. The workers want the board to file an injunction to put the fired employees back on the job. Tesla fired them from a factory in Buffalo last week, saying it was because of low performance reviews. Some employees say the firings were in retaliation for trying to organize a union. They say they need job security because New York is an at-will state, meaning employees can be fired for any reason. A dog tag belonging to a Marine veteran is back in the U.S. with his family 57 years after he lost it. Evan Axelbank has the story of the journey home. His family says the story of how these dog tags were found seems so far-fetched 
that they almost didn't believe it. But indeed, they were on their way back from Vietnam to Little Ingalls, Florida. Corporal Larry Hughes fought in Vietnam, and at some point, for a reason that has been lost to history, he became separated from his dog tag. He made it back to the U.S. safely and raised his family in Tampa and Inglis, Florida. He died in 2019. Late last year, former Senator Jim Webb of Virginia was leading a research mission to Vietnam with a professor and students from the University of Notre Dame. While they were near land that had been used as an American base, a villager came up to them and gave them Hughes' dog tag, which he said he'd found while working in a nearby field. Senator Webb brought the identification card back and was able to find Hughes' family. It got me quite emotional. I mean, it's, um, it brought a tear to my eye. I'm definitely, because my father meant so much to me. He was literally my best friend. And I wish he could have been here today. I couldn't believe it. It was like a step back in time. It's symbolic of all the people who were out there. He could have been, it was every man, every Marine. And we, you know, we could bring this back and make something out of it that others would get uh, a sense of, of a feeling and understanding for. The professor who led the trip said the dozens of students got the perfect lesson in how history can come alive. The plaque made for the family with the dog tag on it has a photo of those students posing in Vietnam. That was Evan Axelbank reporting. What an amazing find there. Good for them. Marvel has another massive hit movie on its hands. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium. Mania made $104 million at the box office in its opening weekend. That makes it the 31st straight Marvel, Marvel movie to debut at the top of the box office. The first $100 million opening movie of the 2023 season and the best opening for an Ant-Man movie ever. Avatar The Way of Water is now the third biggest movie of all time. It has now made more than $2.2 billion worldwide. And that moves it past Titanic into the number three spot all time. The original Avatar movie is topping the list with nearly $3 billion. Avengers Endgame is in second place. It's big headaches for parents in Chapel Hill Carborough City Schools. More than 20 bus routes are parked for three days because of a COVID-19 outbreak among drivers. And President Biden will leave for Poland later today. The message he plans to share days before the first anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Former President Carter is surrounded by his family today as he is under home hospice care. How people in his hometown are gathering to support him. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done.